Welcome back to another episode of Life in the Fast Lane. I am your host, Mr. Nick Carlson, the CEO of Dawson Manufacturing, and I'm here with my CTO, Senior Kyle Parks. How are we today, sir? That's my name. Don't wear it out, baby. That's right. You got the hat even to, to prove it. That's, I love those hats. I love them. They're gorgeous. The logo came out nice, I think. Yeah, it looks really good on the hat. So we're actually, so I'm working with Jamie right now, one of our head engineers, and we are going to laser out acrylic. Oh, I wonder if we should go thicker on that now that I think about it. I was going to do eighth inch acrylic, but we're going to do a sign right here. Yeah. And we're going to take that logo. I've already had it remastered on Fiverr, and um, it's going to be about four foot wide. So good size. It's yeah. going to go from here to here. But it's going to be three layers of acrylic, and then we're going to have LED lighting behind it. Awesome. So I'm going to put a, I'm going to put a, uh, an outlet here in the wall, like for uh, televisions. You know, it's like recessed. Yeah. We're going to put one in there. Then the whole wall is going to get this black cool sound deadening like triangular stuff i've already ordered it. it's going to be here yeah, maybe this week are we going to have the wood slat uh wallpaper too or are we just doing the i was just going to do just the sound deadening okay. and then put our logo up in front of it and then have like an orange didn't we say we we're going to wait on the plane another one just went by oh they're <laughs> well, of course we get started they're going to just fly 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 so guys enjoy the uh the air show yeah <laughs> It's no F-16, so it sucks. Dude, if it was, we couldn't. We'd have to let them. We wouldn't them. be able to hear. There's no way we'd ha we'd hear each other. It's incredible. It'll shake. Have you ever felt that here at this building yet? Have mm -hmm. you? The first time it ever happened, I had my insurance company here doing an audit. Oh, crap. And I'm like, I swear to God, I don't know why this is happening, why you guys are here. They're like, it's fine. It's just crazy fighter jets. You should have seen the C-130 that went into BWI the other day. Mm. Sam and I were out back, and it just the propeller C-130 comes in. We're like, oh, my God. Gosh, it's a big airplane for this airport. Yeah, it's crazy some of the stuff they get here. Big, big stuff at BWI. Anyway, uh, guys, thanks for uh, in enjoying these podcasts we're putting together. Thanks for joining us. Um, the air show is free. <laughs> um, <laughs> no admission. So what today? Just share the show. Yeah, share the show. That's the fee, right? Is We're not going to run ads all over you right now. We're, we're just asking for you guys to help us. Uh, grow this share it with your friends um, there's got to be some kind of nugget in here somewhere for all of us we're just we're here to help we're here to share the stories share our life experiences um, Kyle you're what 11 years younger than I am uh, 12 12 years younger than I am so I've got a little bit more experience but you also have some newer life you know stories that 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 I probably haven't gone through so you share you know your big stories and on all the different things your different way of approach is not better not worse I have a lot of questions yeah you do have a lot of questions so speaking of which lay one on me all right so what is your best revenge my best so my I have a saying that I stole from my old man uh and it is mine now because I am I, I I have taken the torch of this this family at this point I have also found a way to live by this as well yeah to an extent yeah so i try not to per se lash out on things i just say you know what i'm gonna put my head down and go right so what we're talking about guys is success is your best revenge oh my flies down period oh cow's coming out of the barn um back to uh, it <laughs> <laughs> um squirrel but um no success is your best revenge guys and what i mean by that is growing up i grew up with nothing and you know, I remember, um, you know, watching all the other kids, you know, they had nice families, nice homes, uh, they traveled and, and I was very bitter for a very, very long time when it came to that. And what I had to figure out was revenging, right. Or, or, or getting back or, you know, rebelling, you know, towards the situation because the cards you were dealt, which 
you have no choice in. Um, revenging gets you nowhere. And so what I had done is I, my father had said this, and I kind of latched onto it. Apparently you have too. And a lot of times what you find is when you focus on being successful, and when I mean successful, it doesn't mean cash. Success can come in all forms, whether it's I got through another day and didn't die. <laughs> or like it, happiness is like what keeps you happy. What keeps you happy. So first off, you have to know what makes you tick. Your we, moral compass. Find your moral compass. Yeah. Digging back to previous podcasts we've done. Right. So it could be simple as, you know, I didn't drink anything other than the water today. Right. That could be the thing that makes you the happiest. Or I got to the gym today. Or... I mean, we have a guy in our in our warehouse. He's seventy, and his saying is, "Just wake up, old Georgie, old George." So if if you just wake up, that's that to him is is a successful day. So I'm not telling you what your success looks like, but it's it should always a be one percent better each day. It just try. It's not that hard yeah. to get one percent better each day. It's very actually very simple. Um, but you know, it it could be losing weight. It could be gaining weight. It could be um, I simply got dressed and got ready for work on time. I know lots of guys in our warehouse. I've known them for well more than a decade. And these guys, when they were younger, they could not get to work on time. Yeah. And I would just constantly harp on them and harp on them. And they were like, they're feeling pressure and they're feeling frustrated and they didn't like being ridiculed and all this. And I would go, guys, if you just got here a little earlier, it's a decision. It's a decision, right? That was the one thing that really, really hit home with those guys when I said it. But you can get to work and things can be far easier. Let me give you a great example. Now, this has never been said outside of these walls. This will be the first time I've ever opened my mouth about this since the day it happened. You weren't here yet. So in 20, I'm not going to say the year. A few years back, we had a major warehouse fire and no one knows about it. Nobody. And we were all sitting at lunch and this this is this is sex, success is your best revenge. Now this is in this form, you wouldn't believe it, but this this is a great example. So we're sitting at lunch, and I think there's uh, six of us probably in in the conference room eating lunch at this point in time, and we hear this big boom. Now understand that in 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 our warehouse we we subleased this this property in the beginning, and then we took over the whole lease two years later. Yeah, and somebody had installed PVC piping throughout the whole building for compressed air, which is not a smart idea. It, you're supposed to use a special type of pipe. It's like aluminum and all this other stuff and has these special, you know, joints. And we said, well, we're just going to leave the PVC pipe in. We're not going to spend the money because at the time we were broke trying to get this company up off the ground. And to be honest, the, in the very beginning, it was a big, big prototyping test of like, okay, can we actually start a manufacturing company? Yeah. Like I never had, I've never done it. So my credentials were zero. Okay. So we're in the comments room and we hear this big boom and we're like, Oh, it's, it's one of the high pressure or the, uh, the PVC pipe from the compressed air. It probably broke off a knuckle. It's happened before. So it's not this rarity around here. We, yeah. it happens every once in a while. We'll spring a leak and we know it. And then we'll, we'll fix it as fast as we possibly can. So it goes boom. And my guy, Sam, jumps up and he's like, oh, yeah, whatever, I'll get it. So he jumps up and goes out there with a brisk walk, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, not not necessarily a sense of urgency that got me to to really jump up. But he went and then my father goes, I'm going to go check on him. It's just normal. 
and those two guys were the closest ones to the door in the conference room where we, yeah. we were eating, and I was third in line. So once Craig gets up and goes, I hear him get out the door, and he's the kind of person, because he's my dad, he's my best friend, I know him, he can't hide anything from me. I can read him like a book. Yeah. Most of you guys I can. Um, but he he gets up, he gets out the door, and all I hear, I hear this faint, fuck, and I'm like, oh shit I gotta go yeah this isn't good I gotta go like when he does that he didn't call anybody's name he didn't say fire he didn't say anything he just goes fuck and I'm like okay so I jump up and I run out the door and when I open up the main door on this suite because we have three suites we have E, F, and G F is kind of like a this hybrid in between so it's kind of two suites whatever Um, but we're in the um, G suite and I go out through the door that goes into the warehouse from the offices and there are flames to the ceiling and these ceilings in here i think are 20 we're either 25 or 30 foot clear Big. i think you're 30 because we can get what almost we get three high on the mulch mates when we yeah. stack them yeah and i think those crates are 75 inches tall each yeah it's a smidge taller than i am yeah well i'm 76 inches tall yeah and they're they're shorter than i am so call it 72 something like that yeah um so you're you're talking those that's 18 feet there plus there's more airspace above that yeah it, it could be eh, it's probably eh, whatever 25 30 foot clear it's up there yeah. these are tall ceilings for a warehouse and uh, it's actually one of the reasons we're not moving because i can't find anything that's this tall um but i get out there and there are flames to the ceiling and what had happened was we had a laser and we were cutting some UHMW. UHMW is ultra high molecular weight polyethylene. It's a plastic. We use it in everything we do. Yeah. And the laser was cutting it at lunch, and somebody had left the laser going, and they had forgotten that it was running. And one of the washes they were cutting had basically flipped up, jammed the head. The laser was just sitting there shooting into the plastic. It melted the plastic like uh, like a candlestick, caught it on fire. The plastic started to burn. Then the laser started to burn. Then the, the entire laser caught on fire. And then I had encapsulated this laser in this osb to kind of protect the laser yeah but what ultimately ended up happening was it it contained the fire for us now osb is very flammable but it takes a lot of heat to get it to go yeah so what had ultimately happened was the flames had it had melted this this high pressure airline that was right next to the laser that we used to clean the laser off fill up tires outside whatever there's a little you know quick connect and so it blew this little hole in the in the uh, the PVC, which is still in my office, I got I gotta put that thing into a frame, and um, so it's blowing all the shops compressed air into this fire, which is feeding it times a hundred. So the flames aren't like wicking; they are straight as an arrow to the ceiling, and it sounds like war in our shop. And I'm like, oh my god! I see Sam run one way, Craig runs another way, and all I can think, you, you honestly, you want me to be truthful with you? I actually froze for a second. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. And everything I've ever worked for in my entire life was getting ready to go up and smoke and burn to the ground. Now, keep in mind, around this laser is 100 Cartmate Pros, super flammable. There's there's plastic all over them, fill of cardboard. Um, behind that, there's mulch mates. There's lumber. It's going to take the shop down. And where the fire was there was no sprinklers in that general area yeah so in order for the sprinkler system in the building to work it was going to have to then catch the rest of the building on fire to reach a thing to then try to put it out which is dumb whatever so i run to fab because i'm the i was the main fab guy at the time and i knew in fab i have the largest fire extinguisher in the building 
because I'm fab. You'd yeah. think a fire would start there. So I, I run to the front of the shop. I grab that. I run to the back, and Craig and Sam had gone around. I'm going to call it the, the north side of the building and attacked it from that side. And as I'm running, I'm screaming, grab the hose, grab the hose, grab the hose, because there's a hose of, that we wash trucks and clean things with right there. But the fire is getting so big, it's – to put this in the context for you guys, it's 10 foot wide to the ceiling. Yeah. I mean, it's raging. And remember, as you're introducing oxygen to it, so like if you put a blower to like your bonfire, you'll notice that it gets exponentially hotter. So oh, yeah. do compressed air that's coming out at what? I mean, we've got that system's 150 psi. Yeah, and it's the entire shop, and it's coming out of a hole. It's a half inch big. Yeah, it's a it's a shotgun, just puking oxygen into this thing, and so I run around to the south side because I can get to this fire from two different sides there's like a set of doors that we yeah. exit the building back there and so i grab the biggest fire extinguisher i'm running sam falls he's trying to get there put out craig's already there with the hose and it's to the ceiling so it's 25 foot up and i go through one set of doors and then i get to the, the next door and I, I grab the handle and i swing it open you know when you grab something hot you don't really know it's hot for a split second yeah i grab the door handle i fling it open and i realize how hot that door yeah it's a steel door your hand is now melted my hand's melted it's touching my arm and it's burning my right arm and i'm now holding the door with my hip and when i open the door the flame is three foot in front of me yeah it's in your face now it's blowing so much air into it that the heat is going up so for whatever reason i'm able to get within three or four feet of it i mean i'm in its face yeah and the door, I guess, was hot because it sat there and was melting everything for a while before the air blew. So everything's, like, really hot right there. And it's in a really tight little spot. And so I take this fire extinguisher. Craig and Sam are going at it from one side. I'm going from another. And we're spraying so much water and so much fire extinguisher film all over it. And there's so much smoke and there's so much flame. They're six foot away from me, eight foot away from me. I can't see them. Yeah. They are completely gone. And so I'm I'm up and down and up and down and up and down. And I'm going after this fire and finally, right about the time that my fire extinguisher runs out of powder extinguisher, the fire starts to really go down. And it's now down inside the laser, like in the lid. Yeah. And Justin, one of our guys, runs up behind me. And he's, shoot, he'd only been here for a couple months. Um, Gavin, our, our fab guy, had only been like two weeks. Yeah. He'd been here. Um, our guy, George, had only been here for like two months. And... Um, Justin had come up behind me with another fire extinguisher. I was like, give me the damn fire extinguisher. And I grab it, and I finally get the whole thing out. Meanwhile, Craig has spotted another fire up on a shelf. So he runs behind us, goes up into the shelf, and starts putting that fire out. So now, fire is out. And this goes back to, you know, this whole podcast is about success is your best revenge. So what that means is not every success is winning the lottery, that next sale, not every making more money. Sometimes success is I had a freaking warehouse fire that literally the smoke was so thick in the building you couldn't see three foot in front of you. Yeah, so that was a war zone. It was a war zone in here that day. It was in January, not telling you what year, but it we 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 were able to put the fire out and our our guy George, he was a firefighter. And he knew that the next thing to come was smoke. And I didn't know that. And so he, while we're fighting this fire, is already grabbing fans. Yeah. He's opening up doors and they're he's trying to get the fan all the smoke out of the building. Our neighbors next to us are now starting to get smoke in their suites because ours is so full 
of this like brown thick dense fog smoke they're it's leaking into their suites and they're like what's going on what's going on and we're like it's okay you know we had we had a little you know a little fire we we put it out it was a huge fire <laughs> um but we said they're like should we call the fire you know fire department we're like no it's it's put out it's done there's nothing there's nothing on fire now um and we knew it we, we weren't lying we we did get it out by the time they came over and so basically what happened was we <laughs> we moved the dumpster to that door where that where that so this this laser is literally six foot from a a, a, a bay door yeah so we we fling the door so while the fire is going on I scream. I'm like, open the door, open the door. And we throw the door. I don't throw it. Sam throws it. And he's six, five throws the door. And it literally half the door comes off. It broke the stops at the top and half of it's hanging. I thank God it didn't come crashing down on us. Yeah. And, um, so we move the trash can, the big dumpster there with the forklift. And we literally just shove the laser and dump it in the trash can. I mean, you're talking a $10,000 laser. We just chucked it. So we spend the next two hours letting the place air out backpack blowers and fans and, and all this stuff trying to get all the smoke out and once it got to a point where we thought it was safe then we start tearing down the shelf getting all that osb that was con- and honestly it contained the fire it literally i think saved our lives or our business throw all that away get everything that was burned up burned up and out of here and by that was lunchtime it was like 12 12 30 by the time we had everything cleaned up and we were back to work at 3 30 yeah that's a three hour cleanup fight the fire clean it up we are back to work and that to me is the ultimate definition of success is your best revenge we had a major problem we were successful at putting this fire out and we worked as a team no one said a word to each other and we were able to get things back because we have that main goal in front of us we were able to get everything back on track back to work and we all learned kind of where we stood with each other and i watched my entire team come together without any kind of training and stared what could have killed us all deadly right in the face and we basically we we took care of it i was gonna i was really gonna get passionate right there but i calmed myself down (laughs) (laughs) but um it 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 goes back to you know life is gonna throw you a curveball and let's say let's say it's a girlfriend right this is where it ultimately came from from my father so my mother would used to tell my father you're a pos you can't do anything you're never going to amount to anything you're a loser blah 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 just a mean person my mother was a terrible person um you know god rest her soul i don't know where she is these days but whatever this is what this is where this came from so my father always said you know f it success is going to be my best revenge I'm not going to revenge back at her. I'm not going to try to tear her down because whenever you do that, like I've been in situations where I've had people very, very, very close to me revenge at me. It ultimately kicks them in the face. Yeah. I end up winning because I'm not worried about doing that. You're distracting yourself. So my father took the approach of, you know, hey, we're going to, we're going to go after life and we're going to do things the right way. And we're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to let success do, do the talking for us. And so you know my father did it with her proved her wrong she gone he's now ultra successful has everything he's ever wanted um you know he's in a great place uh i'm still building my you know my my destiny he um he helped me fight that fire my team helped me fight that fire and like george our, our um oldest member here he was a firefighter and he goes there is no there's nobody i know ever that has no training on how to fight a fire that I could think of that could put that fire out, period. He goes, you guys are an absolute incredible team, and that's why I want to be here. And he still says it to this day. Yeah. Um, I've heard him say it a couple times. 
It is because we've got something special. The cause is a very extremely special. Um, the so we're going to start doing this um, this video series of what why I designed it the way I did. Yeah. And and my sales team came up with that, and I'm going to start filming. You know, why is Mulchmate designed the way it is? Each individual little part of it, and and why is it better than anything else on the market? Um, you know, could I build snow plows for pickup trucks? <laughs> of course I could. That's easy. Yeah. But I built the Snowmate because I saw a big void in the market where we weren't serving enough people and we weren't serving a problem that I knew existed that was huge. And you're also not being efficient just sitting on a shovel. You're not, and you're wearing even yourself if, out. Even if you have the wide blade shovels that they have, which are very nice, I've sure. used them, but it's like you're you're hurting your back at the end of the day and you're not wanting to do more work, whereas if you have the Snowmate, you can hop on the mower, you throw it in the back of the truck, you go to the job site, you do a couple of passes, and then you plow what you pushed out to the road or whatever to your pile. Absolutely, and, and the whole point of that is, you know, you're not it's not just about making money it's about serving people yeah you know serving not only the the contract that you signed but the 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 person walking their dog through that community or you know the president that spends a lot of their their personal free time to manage an hoa that they don't have to be a part of you can be a teammate you can be a you can be a a a good member of society taking care of things where you know that little old lady trying to walk her dog or a little I don't know, Maltese, you know, in the middle of a snowstorm, that poor puppy just, you know, it just wants to take a leak. Yeah. You know, but the, the, the old woman that, that can't afford to get hurt, you're, you're, you're helping her because you're shoveling. You're not shoveling. You're snowmating a walkway faster than you could shovel it. So you're opening opportunity much, 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 much faster. So that is a successful deal. And maybe not necessarily revenging, but, let's talk about like a relationship right relationships go wrong they just do um not all of them but instead of going after something when i say relationship it could be a friendship between two dudes it could be a girlfriend a boyfriend it could be a parent it could be an aunt and uncle i I have family members right now that i don't talk to anymore because they're they're poison and unfortunately i had to draw a line at some point and just say there's no there's nothing in this relationship that's serving me and if you're i'm not saying that someone has to be my slave what i'm saying is is that that all that's going to come out of it is them wanting something out of me and and at the end of the day what i want a relationship is i want each person to serve each other in a healthy manner that is going to better one another and in in some relationships it just can't be yeah and instead of me revenging like they used to do to me and talk all this smack and all this trash i just go look this this isn't working for me i don't feel that it's productive and i'm gonna bow out and that's it that's where i leave it i don't i don't try to start any more crap i don't try to revenge on them and what i ultimately try to do this is what i'm trying to do with uh, there's somebody in particular I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of and i'm not going to name any names but what i'm trying to do is I'm trying to set an example for this person. That way, you know, I may never speak to this person ever again. I don't know. Um, I doubt it. I'll probably speak to him again at some point. But if they're listening, what I hope they pull from this is the fact that when they pull themselves back together and they prove that they're a safe person to, to talk to, that 
I, I'll be there. But in the meantime, what I'm doing is I'm trying to set the right example to allow them to learn what it's like to do things correctly. Yeah, you're going to be the best you no matter no matter what. who's in that equation. Exactly, no matter what. And, and I hope that one day they can drop the ego, they can drop the pride, and they can go, wow. You know, Nick really, Nick really didn't slam any doors in, in anybody's face. Nick was able to to just go about his day, not revenge, uh, not build up any hatred, um, and just simply lead. And success is so nice because it it it, it it'll better you, and in turn, somehow, some way, you're going to. You're going to help someone else better themselves. Like it, it sounds to me like your buddy Ben has already t- grabbed on to a few things that we've talked about. Yeah, and it's helped him. That's a successful relationship. I don't even know Ben. Well, that and also like for us in the podcast is just us being able to have voice opinions, voice ways that we have tried to become better, so that people can grab a hold of it and just be like, "Hey, maybe I'll try that." Yeah, that. 1% or even 0.1%. Just getting a little bit better and helping someone else out is a success to us. Oh, massive. You know? Massive. And we don't need to... It's not that we're proving anything to anybody else. It's that, hey, look, like, we messed up. We want to admit it, show you it, and then, you know, help prove that upon you. So that's a great... Oh, my gosh, Kyle. Good segue. So... See, that right there, that's that's the Ed Milet I'm talking about. Is it? Yes, that exact exact point <laughs> okay. right there is what I was talking about yesterday. Okay, well, it's just who I am. I'm not. I'm not trying to be anybody else. Um, it's a, but it's a great segue into. Gosh, you just distracted me from where I was going. I'm sorry. It's just like we were talking about it yesterday on the phone when we were talking about um, hopefully starting that that car meet. Yeah, and. Um, I don't know. Just that that mannerism right there reminds me of Ed Milet. Ed, well, that's a hell of a compliment. Ed is a magnificent man and and is a true leader. Uh, what a guy! Whew. I'd love to sit down with him at dinner and just pick his brain. I mean, he's he's incredible. Um, but you were talking. Were you you just talked about? We were talking about success, we're, success, and just ha- having that one. Even I hate calling it a nugget. It, to me, for some reason, that just makes me feel weird. It's just that I want to. Whatever I have learned, I want to pass on because it's that helping the next guy out. You know, it's the one thing you've always tried to preach is it's not about doing something for a return. The return is that person getting better. Yeah. You know, I've always learned that from my father, too, is is like you don't need it. It's always the boater in me of that good Samaritan. If somebody is broken down and they need a tow, Mm -hmm. it's not okay, it's going to take how much time out of my day. It's that I'm helping this person out. They won't have to pay that bill. It's you're just, you're doing your thing. So when I was in fourth grade, there was a boat. I had just got my boater's license. My mom and I were going out for a little Zodiac ride and there was a boat that had broken down and I noticed it from all the way on the other side of the river. I could see that it was puffing blue smoke. Something something was obviously wrong Mm -hmm. and they eventually get around to us because we were just going through six knots, so you can't go fast anyway. They get to our side of the river, and the boat just kind of stops, and I still see the blue smoke. So I go up to them and I say, hey, what's going on? And they're like, I think we're sinking. So I tell them to open up the um, the bilge hatch. And you look in the bilge hatch, one of the hose clamps for the exhaust had completely fell off, mm. and he still has the motor running. So it's just dumping all the uh, water, water from the bay into the boat versus exhausting it Mm. so 
it's just dumping water. I'm like, dude, shut the engines off. Get your family into the Zodiac. We'll hold you for a second. And one of our friends was coming out uh, to raft up. And I'm like, hey, I need you guys to come out here right now. And he just blasts through six knots. He didn't give a crap. Mm-hmm. He's like, I will come out here, help them out. And I didn't take anything from them. I was just like, this is it's a good story, but it's mm-hmm. also I wanted to help them out. They were in need. The kids were scared. I was in the action of just, I'm here to help. Mm-hmm. So how can I help get you guys on the boat? Let's get you onto this bigger boat. We'll, you know, get this taken care of. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for anything besides helping others. Mm. You know? Yeah, it's huge. So you'll feel so much better when I, I it took me a long. I was mid twenties when I figured that one out. Helping others. It, yeah. it It's not. It. It's so strange. It's. It's almost like from my experience, you had to build up a a fountain of not favors a fountain of good deeds before it started to like overspill back into your own cup kind of thing yeah and i never did it with the intention of getting it back it was just a matter of like okay just do the right thing yeah just do the right thing and and, and maybe if it comes back great if not I, at least i did good yeah right it, it feels all right i mean it feeds into your moral compass, whether you, you see it or not. True. The thing that I would say be mindful of, it's kind of like the airplane, the whole oxygen mask. Take yeah. care of yourself first before you take care of others. Oh, 100%. So you have to kind of be very mindful and have the wherewithal of where you stand, right? And in getting – taking care of yourself is very important, but don't get too ingrained into – the the whole self-care thing because what i see a lot of people do is they use that as their crutch and what they end up doing is they end up saying that oh well this is self-care and i need it and in the true matter of the fact is that it's just your crutch it's your it's your lazy um it's it's your lazy crutch to to not do the things you need to get done you get to a point where you almost paralyze yourself and you have to recognize okay I'm not making any forward headwind on myself. I need to do, I need to put action into place. Yeah, 100%. You know, because you can read and read and read and read and not go anywhere. Oh, 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 I know and, and I've done that before. Yeah, I know somebody. You know, so that. it's, you read, you apply. You read, you apply. You yeah. know, like I'm in the third or fourth time of listening to Alex Hormozzi's book, um, $100 million leads. Mm-hmm. You know, just because there's, there's something in there that can help me with getting the podcast done better or getting, you know, helping pitch an idea here to further the company even more. Mm-hmm. So, and it's how do you, how do you leverage what you read, apply it to yourself and then make it better? Right. Well, one of the things that I, I love is I like listening to the ideas. Yeah. I get kind of tired of being the idea guy sometimes. And I love when you come to me and you're like, Nick, blah, 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 this, 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 this. And a lot of people, I find, don't stop and, and take it all in and and appreciate the fact that, fuck the idea, it's that you're thinking not on the clock. Yeah. You're thinking about it because it's not, it's not a job. It is, it's a culture. It's a, it's a, a manifestation that you're putting together and you're trying, you're like, dude, if we do this and we do this, I can see all this growth coming from it. And I believe that I've done a decent enough job of showing you that I'm not selfish, that I, I try to spread the love. Man, I just had this huge conversation with Craig the other day about 
paying employees more, giving them bonuses. And he's like, he comes from this old school mentality. Like he's never had as many employees in his life that I have. Yeah. I've had, I know how to do the whole employee thing. I know better than he does because I've had hundreds of them, not, not thousands probably. I did go back and count, but I know it's hundreds. He's not. And so he doesn't understand the fact that at the end of the day, you guys aren't the business owners here. Yeah. And and it's a totally different mind shift. And going back to success is, is your best revenge. In this case, it's not a revenge, but my, my success will be dictated off of how well I treat you, how well I treat my customers, how well I treat my vendors. And the success that I see will come from not necessarily me, but through all y'all. Yeah. And so when y'all are successful, I clearly will be successful. And so you have to be this selfless motivator to constantly be a, 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 a picture painter. And, and like I share numbers with you guys all the time. I'll just throw all the numbers of the company right in front of everybody and explain what do I see. Because if I show you the chart, every one of you is going to look at it differently. Yeah. I have to sit you down and go, look at this trend. Look at this. Look at, Like right now, we are, this time of year, we are trending it back in a upward trajectory again where through the summer it absolutely slows down there's no way around that the it only doesn't help with the way the economy is right now it's, it's right it's going to be trash it's good yeah it's, it's a storm and and that's okay there's a lot to be learned in it so you you what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to show not only show you guys when i show you the numbers tell you the sales tell you all, all this stuff but then i try to tell you well how do i see us weathering this you know, what do I think is going to trend? What have I seen in the past? And then that gives you guys the ability to then focus your minds collectively in a direction that's going to serve all of us. Yeah. And once I've done that, then the success will follow suit. And what I find a lot of business owners and families, honestly, I, I had this great example last night. We're, we're having this issue with my kids and they want dessert every single night. And I'm not a dessert person. Yeah, I never have. I never had the money for it, and I was always fighting my weight. So it was, it was always, you know, no dessert. I don't stop at Seven Eleven to buy a slushy. I don't do sodas. I, I just, I'm just very, very, you know, disciplined in that manner. And my kids, they're spoiled. I mean, they are spoiled. They, they have so much more than I ever had, which is good. But there's got to be a balance to it. And so I was explaining last night to to my wife. I said, you know. What I think we need to do, this goes back to structure and painting that picture, is I was telling telling her, I said, we need to do like Friday night desserts. That's it. Throughout the week, you have the control. We don't do desserts. We don't spend the money on it. We don't, we don't, it's it's extra calories. It's sugars. It's, you don't need sugar. Yeah. You can get good, healthy sugars from fruit and things like that. The kids, I understand they want candy, but it, like, let's, let's, Let's set up a structured plan. You need to make it feel like it's a luxury that way you worked for it. Right. But that's just, it's an earned luxury. Yeah. And that's so key. And so what I'm trying to say is is that we we are trying, we're gonna try, I hope. I hope I can get my wife on board with this. I'm gonna take her some time to wrap her head around it. But I said Friday nights. Friday nights we'll we'll do dessert then. We'll do like a we'll do a pizza and dessert. And I don't care if we go to a cheesecake factory and we buy an individual piece of cheesecake for each each one of us. I like cheesecake. I too. love cheesecake, but you know, cheese it, it it's earned throughout the week. You you discipline, discipline, discipline. Boom, mm-hmm. right? And so, in this case, the success is your best revenge. Is the revenge is the fact that 
you're able to be successful by being disciplined and your revenge is, well, I get to actually eat this cake and ha, 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 I won, right? That's a really simple, childish way of looking at it. Um, but it's to yourself, not to correct. others. Most of the time, you, the biggest battle you have is with yourself, yeah. not others. So in my case, you know, there are certain people in my life, some are family, some aren't, where my my success so that's kind of one of the things that fuels me is there's there's a number of people that i could name that i know don't want to see me successful some are in this industry some are not some are ex-friends some are family and i hate to tell you i'm gonna run you motherfuckers straight over you've messed with the wrong dude and i will go after what i want to go after and i'm going to take it to the bank i'm not gonna laugh in your face my results are going to speak for themselves. And when I'm driving a McLaren, or I have to choose between my McLaren and my R8 and my Super Snake, sorry, I, di- I made my choices. I did what I had to do. And you were spending so much time hating and worrying about what I was doing, you're still in that shitty situation you're in. So for you guys that want to do the right thing, let success be your best revenge and don't worry about it don't worry about them you focus on what you're doing and i guarantee you with enough time you will be ultra 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 successful in your own way whether you sell hats t-shirts build machinery for the landscape industry or simply have a great relationship with your wife or your husband communicate with them first off and then stop worrying about the people that are revenging on you yeah don't worry about it don't and remember it's a it's a day by day thing it's not going to be instant it's Mm -mm. not going to be you know tomorrow i have a million dollars in the bank that never happens it's Mm -hmm. that it's the time that it takes to get there it's time and repetition it is and if you can carry out that time and repetition over time Mm -hmm. it will turn into oh there's the million dollars in the bank and then you can you know show yourself as that overnight success that took 30 years yeah and that's in great so great point so we what i've learned i was talking to this girl yesterday at lowe's i was buying i was buying some stuff and i could tell she was miserable yeah now this is my success i love this so i could tell this lady she's probably late 20s and she is miserable she won't look at anybody in the eyes yeah she is literally on robot mode in the in the commercial side of the lowe's and so i i'm watching her and i'm like i'm gonna go inject her with some some energy so I get up there, and when I put the product up on the on the counter that I'm trying to buy, if y'all don't do this, you you clearly never worked a, a register in your life. But a lot of people just take their product and they they throw it up on the counter, and then the person ringing you up has to spin it to find the barcode. If you don't have the cur- common courtesy to spin that have the wherewithal to spin the code to them to make their job easier you're a dick yeah like you're not thinking at all you're in you're in this no man land zone and so i did this for her and i looked her right in the eyes and i said how you doing how's your day and she's like stared at me and i'm like ma'am how's your day and she's like i can't wait to be off work and i'm like i get that i get that but you know making money is like better than what i'm doing right now i'm spending money you know wasting money on something i probably shouldn't be doing and i'm working not making anything and because i'm working on on my house but you know that's not necessarily a great example but you're 
you know, she's like, I don't, she said something like, I don't make enough money or, or something. And I said, listen, I understand that, but I've been on both ends of the spectrum. I, I make millions of dollars now. I've also made nothing. Let me tell you something. You're doing better now than I was early on. Making nothing. Making nothing and yeah. having no clue where my next meal was coming from. So you, you look healthy. You're able to speak. You're able to stand. You're able to type. You're able to read. You're able to write. I see your cell phone right there because you were just on it for a split second. It's a beautiful day. I wasn't saying all this to her, but I was like, it's a beautiful day, and I hope that, you know, I hope that you get everything you want out of life is what I told her. And she goes, thank you. And I said, you're welcome. And I said, I'm going to go back to work. I hope you have an awesome day. And I, I walked away, and I watched her watch me walk away. And just that positivity that I injected her in, I dude, I couldn't have been standing in front of her for 90 seconds. It wasn't very long. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I hope that when I walked away from her that I left some kind of impression and made her think. And that's like this whole podcast. This whole podcast is all about getting you to think. Change, change your perspective a little bit. Maybe it's a reminder. Maybe you learned something. Maybe you felt something. But we're all humans. And, you know, that success comes in, in all kinds of forms. Don't worry about who's revenging on you. And you're like, Kyle, I know you, you've had plenty of family drama. I've had freaking tons of family drama. Yeah. I, I'm not saying mine's more or, or less, but did you, were you able to find a, a more manageable you once you let go and said, I'm not going to try to control this and I'm just going to let success be my best revenge? Uh, yeah, so the way it more or less happened, and I you know more about it than most people will, but it's what I did for myself was give myself closure. And I just said, look, I'm tired of you enjoying your bully fest. All I'm going to do is state my ground as who I am is that I essentially what I said is because this was unfortunately on Chloe's side is I said, I am Chloe's husband. Mm -hmm. This is my family. Mm -hmm. So what happens within my family unit, Chloe, myself, and Maylin, mm -hmm. is what happened, or like that's our decision. Like mm -hmm. nothing else. I don't want your opinion or anything else unless I ask for it. Do not plan on being a part of it as of right now. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I just I had to make it very clear, but I put my feet in the ground and I didn't respond ever since. I sent one message mm -hmm. for closure for myself mm -hmm. and then said Whatever happens, happens. Has it been successful? Yeah, it, it's made my life so much less stressful mm -hmm. because I got my word in. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I had to fight anybody because I wasn't going to fight anybody. And if they felt like doing anything, I let it happen. Yeah. You know, I just, I let them get their words out. I said one, my statement, and then went into doing what I had to do. Right. You know, so it's, it's not that there was revenge on my part in that in me saying what I said, I just, I put my feet in the ground. I said, look, there will no longer be my last name used in a derogatory manner out of your family anymore. And if I hear about it, it's not going, it's not that I was going to say anything about it, but it's that down the line, you're going to look at me in a different manner. Well, that'll be based on your, your, your Kyle Parks's actions. Exactly. And you're just going to just foot to the throttle. Yeah, I'm not going to, to fight this now. It's going to be that what I do 
within the meantime, that's mm-hmm. going to prove to you mm-hmm. that I'm a different person that you want to say or think that I am. Yeah, I, I think a great example, like for me in racing terms, is she was trying to spin you out. You put the foot to the floor and said, I'm going to get so far away from you that you can't even touch me. Yeah, well, it's like I always ask you. is like, okay, if you're on the road and you see somebody is visibly and clearly intoxicated, mm-hmm. do you want to be in front of them or do you want to be behind them? I want to be in front of them. I want to be as far in front of them as I possibly can be. I don't 100%. care if I'm doing 120 miles an hour. 100%. I don't want them behind me because I can control the road in front of me. I mm-hmm. can't control the road when you're in front of me because if you spin out or if you break or you don't feel like moving anymore – I slam into you or you hit something and the tree falls over and then I can't get past you. Right. You know, granted, I'll run over the tree. I don't really care, but I can control the road in front of me when the road is open. 100%. I can't when there's people in front of me. You ever tried, you ever had anybody, <laughs> probably not, have you ever had anybody spin out in front of you? Mm-hmm. Have you really? Isn't it difficult to tell which direction they're going to go? Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, crap, which way they're going to slide and you have no idea. So if you're already in front of them, <laughs> excuse me it is it is incredibly more satisfying to get in front of them and just move your way away from them yeah and stay away from that poison or and, that or if somebody just if they're really hard on the brakes yeah no, if they're really no. hard on the brakes it's let me get around you even if there's traffic yeah and it takes you an extra 10 minutes to get around them because you just can't judge what they're trying to do yeah it, it's just getting in front of them makes life so much easier. Yeah, pull, pulling away is, is great. And that goes back to success is your best revenge. And it, trying to get back at somebody in a revengeful manner is, A, immature, B, a waste of time, C, doesn't serve you or your family or anybody that's associated with you. Um, it, it is never going to work out. And I've, again, I'm going back to like some of my family members. I, I watch them and I'm like, Dude, you're wasting so much time worrying about me. You're you're literally doing yourself an injustice. Yeah. Not, like, if you worry about someone else, you're just pulling yourself back because you're trying to hit their level, not trying to push forward. Yeah, I don't have time for that. I I got to go. It's time to get out of here. So exactly. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed that podcast all about life and and success being your best revenge. Um, we hope that serves you, and we hope that you gain something from it. We love you guys, and we really appreciate everything that you know you guys do for us and sharing the show and enjoying what we put out there. It's a lot of work for us, and we just ask you to you know share the show, and it will go a long way. Put it on social media, uh, follow us, download it, and um, tell your aunts, your uncles, your best friends, your baby mama's sister's friend. I who knows? Sister, brother, uncle. All Let's the do the above. whole family tree. The whole, all the above, and and be and be the change in that family tree, and, and making it that much better, guys. Thanks for joining us, uh, Life in the Fast Lane. Make sure that you check out all the different social medias. Go to YouTube, Multimate YouTube, um, Dawson Manufacturing, Instagram, uh, MultimateUSA.com. Also, want a, a little shameless plug, Carlson Coaching. So if you guys want to get nitty gritty uh, in in your business or in your life, um, I've got decades and decades of experience that i can help you know answer some questions i'm sure i can absolutely move that needle for you guys and and and, you know getting you to that next level where you want to be um my credentials are basically gotten up to uh an eight figure business um i'm not an overnight success i've gone through the trenches i've been out of business several times almost and was able to pull myself back up um you know the hard way with no loans with no answer rich aunts or uncles oh 
no one's ever given me money. Oh, he's got an idea. Okay, we'll let him we'll let him stew on that. Um, but Carlson Coaching, go to MultimateUSA.com currently, and uh, you could buy our time slots with me, and I will dive incredibly deep with you into whatever it is you want to get down and dirty with, and I will tell you every little secret I know, every little test, every little um, bit of information I've got, I will give it to you, and I guarantee you it will move the needle and make you more successful, profitable, more balanced life, and uh, it's just we're just here to help. I like it. All right, boys. We'll catch you in the next one. Thanks so much. And uh, we will see you later. Adios, muchachos. Adios, mulch mate.